Today, uh, Tara Reid gives an exclusive interview to Megyn Kelly about Joe Biden. We have got the hottest clips with us. Uh, Obama apparently knew about the wiretapped Flynn phone calls, according to a former top official in declassified documents. And the San Antonio City Council labels the term Chinese virus hate speech. Hmm. Happy Friday. We've got a lot to get into, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stuber Gear, host of Stu Does America here on Blaze TV. Thanks Thank for you, being Sarah. here. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. I like how your hair looks. It's looking really long. It looks like maybe it needs an air cut. I've got, I've got the air cut device ready to go. I mean, I think maybe this coming week. I don't know. I'm ready for it. Whenever. Okay. I need, to get, I need to get this. I just feel like if there's like a nest on my head. I found a mouse in there the other day. <laughs> it was uh, it's a nice did, little family, though. I like. What them. did we say? What's the goal? I think it was like 25,000 25,000 YouTube subscribers. subscribers. Mm -hmm. If you have not subscribed to Stu Does America on uh, YouTube, you got to go subscribe to it. If he hits 25,000, I get to give him an air cut. (laughs) That's like magical TV. Okay, so you got to go do that. Uh, We're also joined once again by Tim Young uh, over from the Washington Times. He's also, you're like what? He's a comedian. He's a writer at Fox 5 DC Times. contributor. Fox I'm like DC the top villain on Serious XM Patriot. There's a lot I of stuff. Just... I look like I'm radicalized right now because I've let the beard go for a while. It's fine. Who knows where I turn up? <laughs> and then we are also joined by uh, Eric July. Double dose of Eric July yesterday yeah. and today. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah, cool. Official Blaze TV contributor. Uh, all right, let's get into the news of the day. So Tara Reid, of course, gave an exclusive interview to Megyn Kelly, uh, of all people, which I find highly interesting in this day and age that, uh, you know, you've got all these mainstream media places and Megyn Kelly seems to be the one to get these important exclusive interviews. Uh, a couple kind of big moments in these interviews. I thought Megyn Kelly did a fabulous job of interviewing her. Um, but Tara Reid was asked about uh, just kind of the, the double standard, how people treated Blasey Ford and, you know, um, how she felt like she should be treated, was asked if she should take a polygraph test. Here's a little bit of that exchange. Do you believe we should believe all women? I believe in the survivors that have come forward, like Blasey Ford and the other ones that have come forward. I I do stand with them. I think that there needs to be a conversation rather than a hashtag. Are you in favor of the conversation? I mean, does Joe Biden get due process? Does he get the chance to vet these claims and defend himself? Is that okay? I think he's been doing that, right? He's had a chance for more platforms than I have. If I can just go back for one second to Blasey Ford. Yes. Some of those who supported her, but now have found a reason not to support you, say, well, she was under oath. Would you go under oath? Absolutely. They say, well, she subjected herself to cross-examination. Would you do that? Absolutely. They also point out that she took a polygraph controlled by someone on her team. Is that something you want to do? I'm not a criminal. Joe Biden should take the polygraph. What kind of precedent does that set for survivors of violence? Does that mean we're presumed guilty and we all have to take polygraphs? So I will take one if Joe Biden takes one. But I'm not a criminal. So when she first said that, I'm like, okay, you're kind of, you're saying you're not going to take a polygraph. You're putting it on Joe Biden. But then she comes back at the end and she says, I'll take one if he'll take one. I'm game, but I think he should take one and you shouldn't treat me like I'm the one not to be trusted here. Maybe put that onus on him. Stu, what are your thoughts? 
Well, I mean, you know, look, the polygraph is pretty mediocre technology yeah. to actually figure out who's lying and who's telling the truth. Did you like, too, that Megyn Kelly added in, the po- uh, she took a polygraph controlled by someone on her Yeah, team. exactly. Like, what does that even mean? Right. I, I mean, I, you know, uh, it, it's interesting that she is, uh, I mean, she seems confident in, in this interview. She seems like she is telling the truth, I mean, on, just by appearances. Um, you know, look, her story has a lot of questions about it, and, I, and, you know, it's a difficult thing to try to adjudicate these things 25 30 years later. In fact, it's basically impossible. Let's be honest about it. All we're doing is guessing, right? We have no idea. I, I have no idea. This is why we have a freaking legal system, right? So when these things happen, they, they, we can look at the evidence at the time and figure out who's telling the truth and who's not. I mean, the problem here is when you're 30 years later, it becomes a much more difficult thing to prove. And so she's now coming to the table with, with this. And She's told multiple reporters only a couple months ago, right, the, that, that these things didn't happen, like specifically told one reporter, I think it was from Vox, that Joe Biden never kissed me. And now part of her story is that he, he did. Could she really? I mean, I, I, could it be true? I think, yeah. I mean, like, she, certainly it seems like something has happened. When you look at the divorce papers that came out yeah. this week, the, the Larry King call, all these other, these other witnesses that she told at the time, it definitely seems like she was shaken up about something and told people something at the time. This elevated claim is really what we're talking about now. And that one is, is it's almost impossible, I think, to really know the truth. Uh, for If nothing else, it just puts, though, on trial the, the standard set by Democrats before. Yeah. And it shows how completely absurd it is. You know, she, you're talking about, you know, she's saying like, well, I agree with Blasey Ford. Well, why? You know, again, there's no evidence there. And, there, it, you know, there's much more evidence here that mm-hmm. something happened. Um, yet the Democrats have been able to find this place where they say, well, we're going to believe that one because we, we like that accusation. And we're not going to believe this one because we don't like this one. It's so hypocritical and so transparent. If anyone actually did believe them last time, they can't believe them anymore. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Stu brought up the uh, divorce records that just surfaced. We, and we haven't had a chance to cover oh. those yet. I think that they just they mm-hmm. just surfaced yesterday. So uh, these were divorce, divorce documents from 1996 that at least partially corroborates uh, her story. Her husband says that she told her uh, that she was involved in a problem, a problem she was having at work regarding sexual harassment in U.S. Senator Joe Biden's office. Now, it does not say that it was Joe Biden who was the aggressor. It doesn't say sexual assault. He did say sexual harassment. However, this is kind of a game of telephone at this point, right? It's coming from a court filing that is from her ex-husband. And he at least said that it bothered her enough that to have, he said it was obvious that this event had a very traumatic effect on her and that she is still sensitive and affected by it today. Well, I I studied family law in Baltimore City. uh, And I'll tell you what, if your ex says that on the record, mm-hmm. it happened. Yeah. Uh, that's, this is much better evidence than anything Blasey Ford had. Something happened. Uh, yes, yes. There, this isn't like a yearbook and then somebody said I was at a party and I'm afraid to fly. Uh, I really think, going back to Stu's point, the thing that we need to look at here is the, the hypocritical nature of Democrats in this situation, where it's believe all women, and then when it's a Republican or, or when it's against their team, suddenly the entire standard shifts. And I think at the end of the day, that's that's what we're going to get out of this because you can't 1,000% prove you can't you can't even I'd say 30% prove her case. Again, I, I think the important thing here and and what women should would should do and should learn from this and should take away from this is if something happens to you, come forward right away, say something right away. Don't be afraid anymore. This is what this should be. So then people don't have a doubt about what happened 30 years later. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, and that's the 
definitely back then we didn't have like the technological advancements that we have right now where it's like if something happened now there's probably some footage <laughs> hidden somewhere or something like that that didn't you know they didn't have that luxury back then so it's going to be nearly impossible to prove like they said but i think that's what we're going to get from it is the hypocritical nature of democrats um i always thought that the hashtag was a was a little silly just because um <laughs> women are human beings just like men and people lie that's just the reality of the situation um so just because someone says something happened doesn't mean that it did happen we don't apply that logic anywhere else and i understand that these are traumatic experiences and this is a real thing that happens to women um however i thought it was silly before and it seems like again shoes on the other foot like many other things and now it's like well now they're kind of iffy with it and i think that was going to be expected i think we all expect them to be hypocrite when it was their guy that was at the sort of that had their feet to the fire now and it's a really unfortunate situation but like you said i think if anything they take from that is that look if something happens to you if you're if you're a woman just say it then and there because now it's your word against against theirs and definitely if it happened if it happened 30 years ago Considering where we were at with with technology, it's it's very difficult to to prove that it actually happened or what you said happened. Definitely, if they're going to deny it, so just just come forward now. But they are hypocrites. We knew they were hypocrites. We knew they were going to be hypocritical with the situation. And that's where I want to. I agree with you, um, mm-hmm. and I want to go back to something you said, Tim, because I think that's where it it becomes less clear for women uh, who have to deal with this is that. You know, even when they're seeing, yes, this happened 30, 40 years ago, however long it happened, but so did the Blasey Ford uh, occurrence. And to watch how those two things unfolded and how differently these women are getting treated, I think is very intimidating for a woman because even if it happens now, if it's your word against the man's word, how does it change if you come forward now? How does that change how people perceive you? Because really, it's just it just comes down to the court of public opinion these days, right? It's just the court of public opinion. And if it's a man who the people up high want to protect, he'll be protected, in my opinion. And I don't know that it matters much if you come forward now or if you come forward 20 years from now. Yeah, I mean, I, look, it's, it's not perfect. I mean, our justice system is not perfect. There's a lot of problems with it. Um, you know, one of the things that we could do is, like, we, we go back to Bossy Ford for a second. If I remember correctly, there's not even evidence they ever met. No. Right. So like at least here you'd have a situation where they were in this area. We know, you know, we can track back a lot more closely what was going on. We can see messages they sent at the time. We can see there'd be so much more evidence, I think, now uh, than than then. And, and, And to your point, I think like the hypocrisy is really important. And I think it's something that has to they have to be beaten over the head with it because because of how horrible they were with Kavanaugh. But when you when you have that double standard, you have to look at both standards and say, which one's the right one? Right. And, and, and as much as I do not want Joe Biden to be president under any circumstances, I'm not willing to convict the guy of sexual assault because I want him to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, what is closer to the right standard is probably the Biden one here where the media kind of does not, you know, throw it all over the front pages and have him every, you know, have this woman on TV every 10 seconds until there's some credibility to her claim. Now, we've seen over the past couple of weeks that has happened, right? right. Like there ha- clearly at the very least she could be wrong, but at the very least she believed something happened to her in 1993. Mm-hmm. I think that much is completely established. And other people heard the story. Other people heard the story. Um, now, was it this incident is is the, is the really big line and I I don't know how you're going to get to that point. But it's true. I think like 
you know, look, we have a legal system. It's always difficult to prove anything like this. You know, I mean, date rape is a famous one where it's very difficult to prove. And these things, accusations get thrown around all the time. We've seen with Title uh, Title IX uh, over the years where kids in college don't even have a chance to defend themselves against the accusations of rape. Um, It's a really messy system. But the further you get away from the incident, I think the lower chance you have uh, of justice. And, you know, I think like the the Me Too thing has been really good in a lot of ways. And I think this is the most important way, which is if anything comes out of this, at least people who have this uh, have something happen to them now should be at least aware. A woman is should be aware that and and confident in the fact that at least they should be treated well. They should be treated seriously, that, that they should actually look at evidence and just be blown off because someone's got a big name. When you're going after a presidential candidate, it's going to get messy when it comes to public opinion. And I don't, I don't know that we'll ever get past uh, that as far as avoiding, uh, you know, uh, some real stresses on, on people who are legitimate, legitimately accusing them. But, I mean, it, it, at least we'd have a chance. Yeah. Here, we don't even have a chance. Yeah. And that's what's really disturbing. Yeah. Uh, two things. One, uh, could you imagine if there was a compilation video, like we've seen a, a million of these compilation videos of Joe Biden rubbing shoulders and smelling hair of a Kavanaugh <laughs> or a Trump? Oh. What the reaction would be, especially now with this accusation on top. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think we're forgetting in all of this, and you mentioned it very, very briefly, and it's not about Tara Reid. Megyn Kelly could have stayed home with a $70 million settlement from NBC, and mm-hmm. she's continuing to do some of the best journalism in the business. Yes. you got to give her props in the middle of yeah, all of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Eric, yeah, I think the important thing that you mentioned about the double standard, I think, is really a big thing that we got to take from not just this situation, but so many other situations. And that's... At some point, we got to acknowledge what's the right way to do it instead of constantly. I think that pointing out the hypocrisy is important, Mm -hmm. but at some point we have to establish like what is the right way to handle this, because what's going to happen is it's going to be the shoe is going to be on the other foot again. And then we're having this conversation of, well, what happened last time? Remember this, remember that, remember that. And we haven't really established what's the right way or the correct way to handle that. And I'm not going to act like I know the actual answer um, to that. Like you said, maybe like they're handling it now seems to be um, a lot more conducive to actually uh, uh, finding the truth, you know, than what happened in comparison to Kavanaugh's situation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at some point in time, we have to establish what the what the right way to handle it is. I, I feel like, like certainly, if the woman is saying, "If you guys go digging, you're gonna find enough proof," that's enough to at least do the digging. Oh right? yeah, I think the digging should always be done. Any accusation yep. made by a woman against anyone should always be investigated. I mean, like, I, it has to be. That's that's why we have those things. You know, it's it, it's just like I go back to this thing with Biden in that like. If you want anyone to take your denial seriously, it needs to begin with you apologizing and denouncing your your attachment to believe all women and what you did to Kavanaugh. Yeah. You you can't you don't get you don't get any breaks on this right. from any for no one's going to believe you. You just came out here and assassinated a man's character over a six month period. Uh, and then you're like, you want us to come back and be like, oh, well, yeah, but he's denying it. So I guess we should just go along with what he's saying. It's insane. The, 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 it's totally fair to apply this standard to him until he denounces uh, that standard. And he's not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have got much more to come, including uh, did President Obama know at the time what was going on and what was happening to General Flynn under his FBI? We will have more on that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile really going above and beyond to help Americans Stay in touch with their loved ones during this really difficult time. They are now 
uh, changing. They're, they're dropping their rates. They've got even lower rates for their customized family plans. They are starting at only $25 right now. That is a steal, especially if you are one of many Americans who have been affected by this current pandemic. Maybe you lost your job, whatever the case. Uh, Patriot Mobile also shares your values. They're not going to charge you hidden fees. And also, big added bonus, they're not like Big Mobile, so they're not going to send all of your hard-earned money that you're using to pay your bill to Planned Parenthood and other leftist causes that you're spending all of your time fighting against. You will get the same reliable nationwide service uh, and also support the company that shares your values, supports our constitutions, and puts people above profits. Now, remember, it is 2020, so you can keep your number, you can bring your phone over, you can buy a new one, whatever is your preference. Uh, they will also waive your activation and send you a free gift with the offer code NEWS. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com news. Get your customized family plan today. Again, it's starting at just $25, you guys. You really want to take advantage of this. It is patriotmobile.com news. Back in a minute. All right, a uh, former top Department of Justice official has alleged in newly released documents yesterday that former President Barack Obama knew about the details of a wiretapped phone call between, uh, of course, then National Security Advisor incoming Michael Flynn and then Russian Ambassador Sergei Kislyak. Uh, according to, this was a Fox News uh, report that just came out, according to them, then Deputy Attorney Sally, Attorney General Sally Yates attended an Oval Office meeting with then FBI Director James Comey, and then, of course, Joe Biden, John Brennan, and James Clapper, and they were discussing Russian election interference with uh, Susan Rice. After the briefing, Obama asked Yates and Comey to, quote, stay behind and said he had, quote, learned of the information about Flynn and his conversation with uh, with. Russia's ambassador about sanctions. And Obama specified that he did not want any additional information on the matter, but was seeking information on whether the White House should be treating Flynn any differently given the information. Now, Byron York also noted that uh, Susan Rice then had noted in a declassified document to herself that she and Joe Biden were for sure in that meeting. Uh, so this comes at the same time that Bill Barr has actually, I mean, he, gosh, he's a hammer. you got to love that guy exposing what needs to be exposed uh, over there in the uh, bureaucratic central over there. So Bill Barr uh, came out, gave this CBS News exclusive report and or interview, and uh, he was talking about the FBI trap. He says that he believes that James Comey was driving it, which wouldn't surprise me one bit. Here's what Bill Barr had to say. Uh, I, I think a very important evidence here was that, that, that this was not a bona fide counterintelligence investigation, uh, was that they were closing the investigation in, in December. They started that process, mm -hmm. and on January 4th, they were closing it. They initially tried some uh, theories of how they could open another investigation, which didn't fly, and then they found out that they had not technically closed the earlier investigation. And they kept it open for the express purpose of trying to catch, uh, lay, lay a perjury trap for General Flynn. They didn't warn him the way we usually would be required by the department. They bypassed the Justice Department. They bypassed the protocols at the White House and so forth. These were things that persuaded me this, that there was not a legitimate uh, counterintelligence investigation going on. 
now, President Trump responded to this this morning on Fox and Friends. He said that these are dirty politicians and dirty cops and some horrible people, and hopefully they're going to pay a big <laughs> price in the not-too-distant future. Stu, your horrible thoughts? Horrible people. Horrible. Um, uh, you know, it's, it, the Flynn thing is interesting because, uh, you know, it definitely seems like there was a lot of shadiness going around that entire world, um, uh, all, you know, kind of throughout it. Mm-hmm. And I keep coming back, though, to... Because, I mean, I think, like, his, the charges against him, obviously, for his personal life, are, you know, were very important, and I'm sure he really cares about that. Yeah. But from a, you know, from a kind of politics standpoint, he left the administration because he lied not to the FBI, but to Pence. And that was the issue there, that they, they didn't like what he did to Pence, and that's why Trump wanted to get rid of him at that time. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's an interesting uh, exercise to kind of go back and see the thought of that era, because it does seem like they were they were they were looking for things constantly to try to get these characters on the fringes of the Trump orbit uh, to, to to put pressure on them and and and, and do uh, all sorts of things that were at the very worst uh, or very least borderline uh, mm. activities. But we have to remember, though, that Trump is the one who said, you know what, I don't really want this guy around because he's not being truthful to our administration. And that is, I think, a key part of this that people forget. Yeah, Tim. I think the this just shows that the entire Russia investigation and the 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 collusion story, the hoax, the scam, whatever you want to call it, is going to unravel. And I think it all comes back to Obama. With everybody who was involved, there's no way that he didn't know what was going on back in the day. And what's interesting to me in that that White House uh, meeting where you said all you named all the names like Yates and. Yeah. I wonder if they were debating whether or not they were going to go to Netflix or CNN after they were finished <laughs> their time in the administration. It's a great question to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. Yeah, I think I don't think there's any sort of way that Obama didn't know yeah. at some form or, or capacity. And that's what as they were investigating this, this whole deal, as well as, you know, the situation with Ukraine. I, I, I just thought that it was going to uncover a lot and demonize a lot of people that we're actually on the other side of it, mm-hmm. whether it be the Bidens of the world, whether it be the Obamas of the world. And this is why I would always say, just like, let's, let's just give me a show, you know, and, <laughs> and I uncover everything. Because I, I think that it's going to be, it's going to really show what this is, the sham that it is. But also it, it, it may actually, you know, criminalize a lot of people that thought they were on the other side of it, trying to, let's say, find dirt on maybe Trump or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, show me the party. That's what I'm all about. It's uh, But... It is what it is. Do you, you know? think that that really will happen, though? Because the the well, pessimistic part of me, I, I'm too cynical for that. I'm like, there's never nothing well, bad's gonna happen to Obama. Obama I know, this, I know right? that, and I, I know he is just he's prestiged, man. And yeah. they treat him, everybody, media treats him like he is just Jesus. And it's gonna be very difficult. It's gonna have to be something that's very damning to really find him at any sort of fault. Yeah. Um, or at least he can be found. I think he's he's like this godlike figure that even if they do find him at some sort of fault, it's like maybe going to be swept under just because of who he is. Right. It's not like he's not held to the same standard, even and especially in a public eye as the like a Trump or something yeah. like that. It's like he's just it's Jesus. Like, so, Wait, so, so, so what so he did something wrong. after we just talked about the difference between Kavanaugh and Biden, you're saying that <laughs> Obama wouldn't be held to the same standard as other people. <laughs> exactly. Shocking. Yeah, I know. Wait, hold, did you say that Obama is actually not Jesus? No, he's not. Believe it or not. Why are you racist? Believe, I know, I know. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he is not Jesus. I know people think that he cannot do any any sort of wrong. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be I think it's going to have to be more than damning 
for him to, you know, there's this, gonna have to be a smoke. Yeah, it's like there. like gonna have to yeah. be like really not yeah. just bad, but like right. really bad. And right. but to, to be clear, Michelle can't do anything wrong. We all know that. <laughs> hey, right? That's true. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. have you seen her arms? Oh my gosh, they're beautiful. Amazing. Sculpted. She's so fit. <laughs> wow. I'm not gonna eat ribs ever again. I'm gonna go work out every day. Sixty. What is it? Sixty minutes a day. I'm supposed all to. All she out? did. The Democrats are so <laughs> set on bringing her in. I'm like, all she did was ruin school lunches. That's all she did. What else did she do? And she planted a garden. Good for her. I don't think it She should run for president. president. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. In this day and age, apparently that's what, what qualifies you. Stu, I mean, do you think, or do you agree with Eric? Like, there, there's nothing that's going to happen. It's got to be smoking gun right in front of you. Like, even the then, body, the dead body even needs then, to be right it's like, there. It's still like, it's Obama, man. Like, isn't it? I mean, it's, isn't it and similar it's weird to, that even I feel like that, like, how can they do that to Obama? You know what I mean? I, I know he's, a, you know, I, well, I save my, you know, what I really feel about him. Yeah. Like, I, I know that he's something. Right. But still, it's like that's just how he's been treated. So, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, look, you know, Donald Trump has control of the Justice Department. He's basically spent the last five years telling us that Hillary Clinton should be in prison and has still never done anything about it. Right. right. I mean, like, yeah. it, 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 these things don't happen typically. Yeah. And part of that's good. I mean, there's an argument to be made that, like, you look, go to different countries around the world, and every time someone leaves office, the new guy just prosecutes them or throws them in prison and they have to like leave the country that's there is some there's somewhat of a banana republic vibe to be to prosecuting your political enemies as soon as they're out of office look i if there's a crime committed i think you know one's above the law but this stuff is so rare you know they don't these circles, they don't go after each other. They yeah. go after each other publicly. They'll say things about each other. I mean, they've been calling Donald Trump basically Adolf Hitler the entire time he's, he's been in the public eye. I mean, yet they're like, oh, please take more power and quarantine more of our states. Like, and none yeah. of it makes any sense. I don't think at the end of the day they're going to do anything, especially to Barack Obama. Until next week when they say Donald Trump's the worst fascist ever. He should never. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't deserve the respect of his followers, you Trumpists. It is very, but it's very, it's very disheartening to read all of these things, that all of these things happen. And, you know, right underneath everyone's noses and just to know, yeah, that's just what's going to happen. And there's really no stop to it. Right. I mean, that should be very discouraging to the average everyday American citizen. Well, I mean, if, if God you, forbid that happens to them, they're not going to have uh, the, you know, the representation to get absolutely. themselves out of it. So, mm-hmm, uh, all right. More to come, uh, including the San Antonio City Council, who is now labeling calling the Chinese virus the Chinese virus as hate speech. Uh, We'll get into that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Rough Greens. So if you are a dog owner, you I'm sure you love your dog. I mean, if you don't love your dog, then I I don't like you. You're a bad person. Uh, But if you love your dog, you buy the best dog food for them, right? You buy their dog food. You're like, oh, gosh, I spend so much money on dog food because I want to give them the best. And you don't realize that all of these dog foods have like a two to three year shelf life. So they're actually sterilizing all of the food to give them that shelf life. And uh, they're killing everything that's good inside of that food that your dog needs to live a healthy, happy life. So that is where Rough Greens comes in. It is a dog food supplement. You sprinkle it on top of the dog food. It is not. It does not replace the dog food, um, and it adds all of those things back in. It's got vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, omega oils, antioxidants, um, and it supports a healthy skin and coat, improves digestion. It just gives your dog uh, youthful energy, improves all sorts of things, and let me just tell you, I know I've shared this before, Stu's going to laugh at me, but I take my dog to the homeopathic vet, okay? Mm -hmm. And the homeopathic vet uh, 
has three different things that I have to give my dog that have all of these different nutrients and vitamins and probiotics and all of these things that Rough Greens has in one thing, and it's way more expensive. Your dog eats Rough Greens. Right, and you're right. I am going to laugh at you. Um, but uh, yes, uh, yes, my dog does uh, have Rough Greens. I mean, that's the thing. You can be a, a person who just absolutely adores chemicals like me and yeah. put this on your dog food and they'll love it. Yeah. And if you're the, and like me. if you're basically Marianne Williamson over here, you can do it as well. It's great. Thank you. That's such a nice compliment that <laughs> no, you gave it's me. Not. <laughs> you can take the Rough Greens 14-day Jumpstart Challenge today. It's $14.95. I'm telling you, that is a steal. Okay, take it from the crazy homeopathic <laughs> dog hippie. All right. You know, all you got to do is go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That is R-U-F-F-greens.com slash blaze. We'll be back in a minute. San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, we all hang our heads in shame for being distantly related to you here in Dallas. Uh, San Antonio City Council apparently unanimously passed a resolution calling use of the terms Chinese virus and Kung Fu virus, not Kung Flu, Kung so still, Fu okay. virus. It's still on, it's still on the table, yes. maybe. I, I know. I, maybe it's just the, like this was that was an oversight on their part because <laughs> I would totally u- utilize that loophole if I lived in San Antonio. But uh, these are now described as hateful speech, and that they will. Uh, this is what they say: they will quote prosecute and curb hate acts related to COVID nineteen. So, thank God San Antonio is taking care of the important things about this pandemic, like making sure no one calls the virus, like refers to it from uh, by the the name in which it originated mm, the country. It's a huge it's, problem. Yeah, I mean, thank God they're focusing on this. I will say I, I don't like the term uh, Chinese flu uh, largely because they're totally going to release another virus in a couple of years, and we're going to come, have to come up with a whole different name. Well, you, you if you just call it Chinese flu maybe. too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like uh, just let's break it up and call it Wuhan this time, and that's, wait for the next one fair. to come from Shanghai. That's fair. Uh, but it, it, it is a it's a disturbing uh, idea that like. I, you know, they just came up with, was it, uh, there's some other thing that was imported recently. I know these murder hornets that have been coming in. Yes. And they call them Asian murder yeah. hornets. Yeah. And it's like, well, is that okay for us to refer to where they came from? Oh, I was told soup. it's not. Well, it's, okay, I got it. <laughs> I was told it's not. I was told that that's mm. very racist. This is, this is a whole thing, and, and you just gave me the keyword I was going to go into with, like, racism. Uh, I love it when you have a city like San Antonio or Baltimore where I grew up. Baltimore a couple of years ago after the... Um, the protests in Virginia decided in one night, 24 hours, they were able to vote unanimously and have every statue, every Confederate statue removed in Baltimore City overnight. Their schools uh, are don't have AC, don't have heat. They have to be shut down, actually, because of uh, the air conditioning in early summer, because it actually t- teachers pass out there in Baltimore a lot wow. of times and they have like actual health problems there. These cities have the time and they have the ability to pass these unanimous, woke, social justice warrior legislation whatever i don't I, i'm so like thrown by how stupid this is <laughs> they can do that but when there's actual issues in their city they can't accomplish that they can look at a, a failing education system and not take proper action but they can do woke things for uh, reactions on twitter basically i mean why don't you just tweet it couldn't they all unanimously tweet and retweet like the mayor and say like hey you know, this, it works for Trump. We strongly, <laughs> we strongly advise against this. Or just say, we don't it. like this. Why are yeah. you so racist and hateful, Republicans who say this? 
Yeah. That's what they're saying. I mean, it's got to be discouraging if you disagree with them and you're a San Antonio resident knowing that your taxpayer money is going to fund these people yes, meeting uh, and deciding. Ironically like enough, my band is based out of San Antonio. Really? That's all the rest of the members are at. So, wow. um, yeah. It's called Chinese virus. Uh, yeah. Did you call them to be uh, careful? Yeah, they have to be careful. Uh, I might write a song uh, and include the tongue <laughs> in it, uh, just out of spite to do it. But no, like this is... Like these guys are bored, man, um, and they're just finding things to do. And unfortunately, if it means uh, like because this is a meaningless, meaningless thing, it's just yeah. crazy to me Like you sort of mentioned is how efficient they are when it comes to silly stuff like this, how quick they could they could they could act on something like this. Like, all right, we're, we're unanimously. This is a bad thing. We'll prosecute you um, in the event that you, I don't know, say. Chinese virus, uh, West Nile and Ebola, though, that's fine. Uh, but you can't say Chinese virus because bad. I don't know. But <laughs> either, either way, it's just, it's just crazy to me that this is what they are, like you said, prioritizing of all things. Um, and they are so efficient in passing things like that. We have to stagger when we roll out maybe opening things, uh, even though we found out this whole lockdown was a sham uh, for the most part, or at least it was not the, the right thing to do. But what we can do is we can tell you that you cannot call this the Chinese virus. And unanimously, we agree. I don't know if they probably unanimously agree on anything else, but unanimously right. they know that this is a bad thing. It's just their priorities are just all out of whack. Yeah, and Ted Cruz actually uh, responded to this and reminded me, I totally forgot, that San Antonio is the same place that what they like wanted to, to get Chick-fil-A out of there, the San Antonio oh, City Council? Yeah. Out of the, was it the airport? Yeah, I think it was. Um, he said, this is nuts, San Antonio City Council behaving like a lefty college faculty lounge. That's exactly what it is. A that's a great, perfect, that's a great, yeah. Perfect that, analogy, that's, that's right? Good. Triggered by Chick-fil-A and the words Wuhan virus. If they want to investigate someone, start with NYT and CNN, who both repeatedly and rightly referred to it as the Chinese coronavirus how quickly we forget these things. They were the ones who started it, mostly because it's freaking true. Do you think when they start their city council meetings, they announce their pronouns? <laughs> yeah, that would be so embarrassing if it happens in Texas. Us do him, uh, her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, it is interesting. Going back to what we were talking about earlier with Biden, it's like, it would be one thing if you said, let's just say for some reason they think it began to become racist to say the Chinese virus. I, man. Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Like. But like, let's just say, for example, that the left just decided that the, it, it, we all just came to the conclusion. You know what? We, we started it and people started misusing like the frog, the Pepe the frog thing. Right. right? Was yeah. once an adorable character, then used by some uh, people who maybe weren't so adorable. <laughs> so we've decided, OK, that's not a great symbol. Let's just say what you would need to do is explain the fact that you've been using it for months and see here's why we did it and right. this is why it's wrong and here's the transition. Instead, what they do is they just jump right to your racist for doing it. Yeah. It's like, well, we all saw you doing it. Get Are you going to take a moment to say, you know what, I've totally changed my opinion and here's why? Right. Like, they don't do that. And, and, and it's just, it, it, like, it's, it's so hollow. And I guess that's the biggest problem I have with it. Two weeks ago, the governor of Minnesota had a press conference and in it he pulled out an Asian teacher to talk about how she and her family had been uh, uh, assaulted by people in the streets because of people calling it the Chinese virus. No evidence, no police reports, just that statement. You would think the governor would be on this and they would go find those racists. Yeah. Get them. Nothing, just a statement. Well, that's why I keep reading, and I keep reading whenever people, you know, this first came up and it was such a controversy and people kept saying, well, you, you want Asian Americans to be attacked in the streets? And I'm like, I had 
haven't seen any evidence of that at all other than random tweets about it. Yeah. With no, no there, sources. There's no, and, and it, I, I mean, it would be um, nice if they were just as aggressive to talk about how the Chinese are treating Africans mm. um, out there. And uh, since we want to talk about racism and, mm -hmm. and stuff of that nature, that seems to not be on the uh, table there. But look, man, we, they're hypocrites. Uh, if they can find... If they can claim that someone is racist, that's the get out of jail free card. They don't have to even prove it. It's just like you. If you say this, you're racist. And I ain't got to explain nothing. You're yeah. a bad person. Yeah. Uh, even if we said it, that doesn't really matter. Don't worry about that. You're saying it now and it's racist. We deem it as racist and I don't got to explain anything. It's so it's so childish, man. But uh, that's sort of what everything gets sort of dumbed down to nowadays is like if they can try to paint some angle that you're like, racist homophobic or, or something yeah. of that nature uh, never mind uh what if what you're saying is factually correct it has nothing to do with anything it's more of painting it that angle because and maybe rightfully so we've accepted that these things are maybe bad things like to be racist is not a good thing yeah. however um it's more about them painting you as one you don't get you to actually arbitrarily yeah. decide that someone is a racist right. with no proof whatsoever all right uh we got to take a break first we want to thank our sponsor books so uh gentlemen if you are married and you are married to a mother. Let me just tell you, nah, this year, this is the year to go like way overboard for Mother's Day. Don't screw okay. this one up. Really, I am telling yeah. you, we are all about to just throw ourselves off of bridges because <laughs> we're tired of the kids and we're tired of homeschooling. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you. I know I get comments. They're like, "You're a bad mom because you're saying that you don't enjoy every second with your kid." Okay, we'll try it sometime and let me know how that works out for you. All right. <laughs> Uh, Books.com. I'm sure they're going to appreciate this. Uh, the Books Co. They, uh, of course, Books is short for bouquets. And they will allow you to put smiles on mom's face each month with a flower subscription. And you will get 30% off plus free shipping every single time. Now, you can use this subscription uh, very flexibly. You can pause it. You can switch up the delivery dates. You can change the recipients. Don't send it to any of your mistresses, okay? But send it to, like, your mom, your grandma, your wife, you well, know. Or you can change mistresses every month. Well, they you can you change that. mistresses. That's they get old. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear. I don't know. Uh, they also have a gift trio for three months of farm fresh blooms. Now, these are uh, responsibly sourced. They come from some of the world's finest eco-friendly farms. They've got farms on the sides of volcanoes. They know what they're doing. All right. Order anytime between now and May 31st to show mom some love and gratitude. You can go to books.com slash news. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash news. Uh, by the way, you can still get 25% off of one single order if you still use promo code news instead of that subscription, the 30% off subscription or the 25% off a single order with promo code news. All you got to do is go to books.com slash news. We'll be back in a minute. Oh, Joe Biden and his team just cannot seem to figure out how to do things like use the internet. Uh, they just, they keep screwing it up. He had another virtual rally yesterday in Tampa, Florida. And uh, th this is part of it is uh, Joe Biden being introduced by standing there with his sunglasses on and asking, did they introduce me? Am I on? Now, when you watch this, just to keep in mind, this, the glitching is not on our end. It, it's just from Joe Biden. Watch. Please welcome Vice President Joe Biden. That's, yeah, that's silence. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Did they introduce me? Am I on? Hey, good evening. Thanks so much for tuning in. I wish we could have done this together and it gone a little more smoothly, but, uh, but I'm grateful we're able to connect virtually. 
Oh my God. That is embarrassing. How do you not get this right by this point in the campaign? I don't know. They don't <laughs> seem to ever be able to do this, which is incredible because, I mean, <laughs> Biden has a lot of problems. Whenever he talks, it's a massive problem for the campaign. Okay, That's, that's, a, that's an issue with a your big candidate. Problem. It is. However, they've been handed this, I mean, with all the negatives of, 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 of what's going on right now, this is like the perfect thing to happen for Joe Biden where he never has to be seen. He never is any he's never in an environment that isn't controlled. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is the best thing everything. for his campaign ever. Right? You could yeah. pre-record everything and they still can't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> what would this say about how we would run the country? <sighs> uh, before every state of the union, he'd be like, uh, are we are we on? Are we? Hello? And tap, tap, that, tap. Are we ready? He does have that cool Max Headroom thing going on. Remember that from like back in like the 80s? That's, that dates it, it look, you. It, that really dates but it, you. Uh, oh, I know exactly what it, it is. Thank you. Greybeard knows what it is. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it looks really legitimately like it, though. I mean, I, I think they should they should bring that back. What was that? A, was it a Pepsi commercial or something? What was that the for? Budweiser? I don't remember. I don't know. It's an old school 80s thing. Uh, you know, for you, you kids. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't born yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, settle down hey, now. I was going to say young, I was too young. Show me yeah. up here. <laughs> yeah. Painful. Uh, that was the smoothest conversation I've ever heard from Joe Biden. That was really, <laughs> he sounded very lucid, really together there. And like, what were they thinking with the sunglasses bringing him in? Like, he's so cool. Here comes cool Joe. He's going to rip him off, friend. Miami thing. But like, it doesn't have, you're saying it doesn't have the same effect when you ask, did they introduce me, am I on, before you take off your sunglasses? I, w- I cannot wait for the debates. I just can't wait for the debates. He has not given a speech, I, and I believe it was uh, Glenn Beck who pointed this out, uh, that's been longer than 15 minutes through the entire campaign live. So and, This one was, I think, 10. He spoke for about 10 minutes I, on this. And it's pre-taped. Mm-hmm. Just start it over. Look, I tape things at home all the time and just do it in segments, and I, I make sure I'm in the same position. Not hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he is going to be miserable, and and I just want him to go into another rant about something that happened back in the day that's just completely false. Something about corn pop or oh. frosted mini wheats or something, yes. anything. Can it just not be about his leg hair, though? I want it to be about his leg hair. <laughs> no, please, I would I'm advise him that. not to with the Tara Reid stuff going on. But you know, when he just when Joe Biden is just Joe Biden, well, he won't there. stop saying the word intercourse. Mm. He, and oh, I, I got it, all of you, like, technical people that are sending me the definition. Well, technically, well, it really couldn't. I'm like, okay, but nobody talks like that. Maybe, he was in 10 million years Maybe old. he's just been, like, engrossed with, like, Hunter Biden court documents, and that yeah. comes up a lot. Maybe so. Eric, what are your thoughts? I mean, the technology fails there, and that comes from the IT side of things. So it's like, to see something Our like that, that's just like, it's difficult for me. Like, I don't know what the... Up and upload speed was that they have at, 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 at was it at his house? Is I that think that so. is at his house? I don't know what kind of upload speed so. they need to get that thing uh, situated. Maybe it's the bit rate that they're streaming from. I, I don't know, but there's just no way that something with the I guess the amount of money that these guys have access to, and of course they're trying to run for president. You think they have the best of the best, or at least somewhat the cream of the crop, to ensure that something like that does not happen just from the 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 glitching, which is just from the whole, they're, they're trying to stream and they're, they're having those sort of maybe bitrate issues or, or, or what have you, and they're, they're dropping frames is essentially what's happening. Yeah. I don't know how they allowed that to happen. <laughs> they could have got paid me to uh, figure it out, and I, I promise you I wouldn't have allowed something like that to happen. Uh, yeah, I, I think the problem is that like everyone apparently who's working on his campaign is also 10 million years old, and he doesn't have someone young so enough to come jo- in and figure it out. Yes, yeah, a bunch of Joe Bidens uh, running uh, Joe Biden. Or maybe it's kids that are like streaming Netflix in the other room. Maybe. Oh, maybe. That might be what it is. All right, back in a minute. 
Get off the Netflix. <laughs> Yesterday's poll, who is the most corrupt politician in America? Hillary Clinton ran away with this one at uh, 61% almost, followed by Adam Schiff, 18%, Nancy Pelosi, uh, a little bit lower than uh, the 18%, 17.8%. And then Joe Biden only got 3.2%. Hello, did you guys not watch Glenn's chalkboards? <laughs> Do you, have you not listened to Peter Schweitzer? Was, isn't he the one who yeah. said Joe Biden, most corrupt most politician corrupt ever. The thing about America. Biden is interesting. is like he doesn't have any a passion for him, but he doesn't really have any passion against him either. Yeah. Like he's kind of just like this out there guy. I mean, I he's the guy running. Forward. Think about this, an internet poll. He's the guy running against Donald Trump. He gets 3% in that, in that poll. That is that's really amazing. I mean, especially with all of the Ukraine, uh, you know, information yeah. that has surfaced. I think it's just, it's such a convoluted story, though. It's hard for Americans to digest and put, you for know, sure. in pieces uh, in order. All right, today's poll, who has done more damage to America, America's institutions? <laughs> James Comey or Adam Schiff? Oof. That's a tough one. Do you have an answer? I, I would probably go Schiff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Comey probably did do some good things back in the day. Schiff's never done a good thing in his That's life. That's a good point, Tim. James Comey because he blocked me on Twitter. Oh, well, there you go. That's the biggest disservice you can do to America, Eric. <laughs> Schiff. Yeah. All right. Let us know what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is, of course, at The Blaze. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Everyone, have a good weekend. You too. We can go out to dinner. I know. We're in Texas. I didn't get my nails done. Oh, my God. Haircuts. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.